Welcome back to the Progress Bar Podcast. On episode 33, we'll be talking about the latest week in gaming, more VR details, and our picks for the Game Awards of 2016. Hello ladles and jelly spoons, I am your host Koshi and I am the editor here at Progress Bar. Tonight I'm joined by my partner in crime for this whole shindig. Brendan, how are you going? Hey, good mate, good mate, how are you? Not too bad. And making it a threesome of audios, we have Darcy, who's been reviewing pretty much every game under the sun for us recently. How are you going? <laughs> I'm good, yeah. Welcome on the show, first timer. Thank you, it's a pleasure to be here. What we'll do is we're going to be probably dedicating a lot of this podcast to the game awards and our nominations bickering arguing and things like that um but there are a few things few notable things that happened in the last week so we'll just jump right in now i don't know everyone i seem to know recently has wanted to be getting a, a mini nintendo entertainment system from eb and it's just like crashed the entire site brendan you said you were trying to get one yeah yeah like Honestly, with the Mini NES, like, I can go either way with it. I'm not overly hyped by it. I'm, personally, I think the Mini NES is already overhyped. It's just ridiculous how much, you know, how, how many people want this thing. And I noticed that, yeah, EB were putting a few up on their website. So I thought, hey, let's give it a go. I've got time. I can do this. Um, and, uh, yeah, on the Monday when it first launched, um, or when they first tried to open the pre-orders, uh, yeah, the entire site crashed amazingly um and yeah they put up the notice saying that um we're going to try again tomorrow um at the same time so yeah i thought all right i'll give it another go and the site didn't crash but it pretty much ground to entire halt and it just got to the point where i'm just like nah this is ridiculous like the amount of effort that i'm you know you know putting in you know spamming the Oh yeah, the effort, the effort of pressing the F5 key, Jesus. Yeah, just... and I, like I, I know, I know this sounds like awfully in vain, but I mean, you're you're, you're there for about I don't know between half an hour to an hour just trying to get a decent connection out so you, you can progress to the next point throughout the checkout process, hoping that it can go through. And I'm just like, yeah, nah, this is ridiculous. I just, yeah, just left it from there, and oh just looking on the eb site there are so many people who were just butthurt over it yeah. i mean and twitter the, and facebook and yeah, everything like that yeah. i don't understand it's ridiculous like just to bring things back into perspective it's an emulator in a nice little cute box it's like someone made got a raspberry pi put some roms on it popular roms that that is put some roms on it bought some $2 controllers from eBay and then stuck it all together in an S-Box and went, awesome, I'm going to charge you this much. And everyone yeah, lost their cute, motherfucking minds. It is. Oh, oh, don't deny that it is cute. Yeah, it looks it's lovely. Just, it's so small and, and compact. I think the, the main issue I have with it is the uh, the controller cords are so short. Like you, My couch is pretty far away from my TV. Like I'd have to be sitting on the floor to use it. Oh, so that would be incorporate that. Because, like, I remember back in the day when I was playing Nintendo 64 or something, I was pretty close to the screen, but that's when we had, like, 22-inch or TVs, and it didn't really matter. Now we've got, mm. like, beast monitors and things like that. And we had small bodies that we could compact on the floor, whereas now I'd probably break a leg trying to sit cross-legged. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just flails out body parts strewn over the floor. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I, do, I don't understand it. I mean, maybe it's just not for me. I mean, maybe if they released the Nintendo 64 again, I'd be like, oh my god, I need it. But mm. the NES might be just I think a it's, little bit too far for me. 
I think it's a pretty smart play. Like it's it's fairly cheap for what it is, and I think it's probably not for us necessarily. Like yeah. Pokemon Go bringing that uh, huge audience in. Yeah. Um, and I think Nintendo were like, hmm, let's how can we capitalize on this? More Even nostalgia. Though, you know, I think they've been running yeah, on nostalgia, nostalgia for about ten years, though. Really, it helps. I, it works. I feel like the hype is feeding itself in the sense that um, just the fact that the you know that the actual item is in such short supply that it's making it you know it makes it look like it's so sought after, and that it's just generating so much more you know interest with people you know making them feel like oh i need to have this if you know if it's this if it's so hard to get a hold of then i must get this as my you know key present for christmas or whatever um they did release it at an odd time didn't they like it wasn't really it's kind of near that christmas area but then again it's kind of a little bit too far away the whole thing just came out of nowhere this is kind of prime christmas buying uh, time though people well people who are organized anyway are buying stuff around yeah, now not me. not me and and also <laughs> as it gets as it gets closer to christmas uh, you know uncles aunties grandmothers grandfathers are gonna be like oh this will this will be good for so and so and just pick it up because it's only 100 bucks it's not that much yeah well like i think as a lot of the western countries were having stocking issues because of the internet and things like that like i saw tweets and posts from like portugal and there's just a wall of these mini nesses sitting there and no one's even going near them mm. so i don't wow. know maybe it's that a, a different type of crowd yeah yeah like i don't think they'll even restock i think they'll just sit there and just wait maybe just f- trickle them out until christmas maybe even further once people maybe the uh hype will die down mm. yeah for me uh if it comes into a shop or gets to the point where it's sitting on the shelf in a shop for a hundred dollars. Maybe I might get one, but like I'm not losing sleep over the whole thing, not in the slightest. No, that's it. Not going to spend fifty thousand dollars on eBay. Nah, nah. Is that how much <laughs> people are selling them for? Um, I haven't looked, but I'm sure people are selling them at ridiculous prices. Tried, the yeah. going price I've seen is going around just I think three to five hundred dollars, and this is just out of sheer curiosity. I was just looking at seeing you know how much they're selling for, and the thing is, mm. people are actually buying it for that yep. price, like three times more what it costs. And just to give you an idea, I'm pretty sure uh, an original NES would cost less than the mini NES. Really? <laughs> I would not be surprised. I'm sure I've seen them in in the retro shops for like $150, $200. Harder to set up on modern TVs, though. Yeah, that is true, yeah. HDMI to an adapter to an adapter. As long as you own a CRT TV, then you're okay. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Well, going from the kind of the oldest technology that I know to the newest technology, eh, decent segue. Uh, Brendan, <laughs> you, uh, you've you picked up all manner of VR. You're jumping all over this bandwagon with, like, PSVR, Vive, Oculus. What what haven't you got at the moment? Yeah, pretty much the Oculus. Um, so, um, yeah, I've pretty much gone zero to one hundred with regards to VR. Like, I was originally quite skeptical with how VR or what VR was and all that sort of thing. I didn't really buy into it, and I you know, I had a go of it at PAX, and I'm just like, wow, this is incredible. Like, what you know, what indies are doing with this platform. And I thought, all right, you know, I'm, I'm going to have a go of a PSVR and see. And again, I was still skeptical because I only had a go of the first Project Morpheus prototype that was um, was at E3 last year. Mm. And yeah, that that was pretty crap. Um, yeah, it just wasn't really nice to play with. Um, and so not not yeah, hopeful going in, like at all. 
No, no, I was just like, yeah, I'll, gi I'll give it a go. You know, there was enough people that I knew who got one and said good things. I'm like, it can't be that bad. So I tried it out and I was like, wow, this, yeah, okay, I can see the hype behind it. It's fantastic. You know, it's, yeah, the piece of kit that Sony have put together is just in, you know, incredible. And I love the fact that it is um, readily accessible in the sense that all you need is a PS4. You don't need like a powerful computer or an impressive monitor or a TV. All you need is just a PS4 and a camera and away you go and it's just what out of the grand scheme of all the vr headsets that are out at the moment it's the most accessible one to get um i'm really wondering how the performance will change between the ps4 and the like in the slim basically the same and then like the ps4 pro the main, um, like yeah. where's the difference there the main difference from what i've read is that it is slightly sharper depending on which game mm. you're playing because um with the PS4 and depending on the game that you play, or well, the PS4 Pro um, can use up or more resources are um, allocated to whichever game you're playing. So right. um, essentially the PS4 Pro will be able to process it a bit more sharper for the, the PSVR. And yeah, it ultimately depends on yeah which game. I've read some for, I think, Eve Valkyrie, that it, it has, it's slightly sharper, like you can make out some of the text in the on screen yeah, I've played oh, that. Like on yeah it wasn't too bad but like, oh, I... I don't know it's just ah oh, it's so gimmicky at the moment darcy what are your thoughts are you are you in my bandwagon are you are you gimmicky or are you like oh my god i need vr now i i, I want it now um have you tried still it not no i haven't that's that's mm -hmm. yeah i have not tried any any of the big three um i'm really if i was going to spend money i want to be the vive just because definitely oh yeah from yeah, from what I've heard, it's it's just leagues ahead, especially when it comes to the controllers. The um, absolutely, yeah, the five controllers. They call them. Uh, the, I don't know, little nunchuck thingies. Yeah, the vibe chuck. But I did just coined it. I did just upgrade to a pro. So. <laughs> oh really? Um, okay. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get a PSVR. I don't think. If, no. I'm, I'm gonna do the vibe if anything. But I yeah. have heard, yeah, that there's significant um, upgrades with the pro. Like it. I think especially in the early days of the Pro and VR in general, that that combination of PSVR and PS4 Pro um, will really like sell itself. I think like people who try out the PSVR and are like it's good, but it's not quite there yet, yeah. might fork out the extra on the Pro mm, and um, just get that just to see if they can get that little bit of a performance increase. Because mm. I mean, yeah, if, you can buy I'm a sure PS4 varies, Pro but... and you can buy a PSVR headset cheaper than you could buy just the Vive console. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's already it's already the cards. most accessible one. Yeah, the option is there for them. So I mean, I'm I'm totally off it. So I'm I'm not. Once you get some decent games in there, and I don't just feel like I'm just standing in the middle of a of a room flailing my arms about for no reason, then mm. then I'll get on the board. So what have you been playing on on the VR on the PSVR? So the PSVR, my first few games, I. Picked up Drive Club VR, um, Eve Valkyrie, and Battle Zone, which I know the only reason why I picked up Drive Club VR is well, I was able to price match it for forty four dollars. Boom, hmm, so um, easy. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, no, it's pretty impressive. Like where you're in like the the cockpit of a car and you're able to look left and right naturally as you would when you're normally driving. It just feels so yeah, like natural to the you know to. You. I guess movement and surroundings, and mm -hmm. you know, I got Eve Valkyrie because I do like the idea of a you know, outer space, you know, spaceship dog fighting sort of what controls uh, are you using? Game. Because I've tried 
controller and I've tried the move modes. Um, With Drive Club, do you have a, a wheel and pedals and everything like that? No, no, it's, right. it is just controller for both. Mm. Um, and when I've looked at the VR or PSVR games, I've looked carefully as to which ones use a controller as opposed to ones that use the PlayStation Move yeah. controllers because I don't have PlayStation Move controllers. And um, my personal opinion at the moment is that I, I feel that the Move controllers are sort of the wrong application with the VR. I just I feel that there'd be a bit too much to... Um, I guess to take in, as opposed to where you've got a control, a standard controller. You're sitting down, mm. and it's effectively. I feel the PSVR is better suited for vehicle-based gameplay. That's yeah. why I was leaning more towards, yeah, Drive Club VR, Eve Valkyrie. You know, yeah, things that, where you're just sitting in a yeah. spot or sitting on rails doing something. Like that's exactly. one you can sit down and use, much like a console game. Like you sit down on yeah. a couch and you play it, rather than something else like HTC Vive or or a PC one where you can kind of move around and you feel like you have that freedom. Essentially, yeah, that's where I see. I guess the limitation or the downside with the PSVR is that I feel that it is more for sitting down rather than for standing up and flailing around. I don't think I've ever seen you know a PSVR in that capacity, but. Like, if, who knows, there probably are games that do make it, but I, just from what I've played so far, it is very much, in my view, just a, yeah, you sit down with a controller with yeah, in an immersed environment. I think for me, like, even though I haven't tried any yet, it's just exciting that we're here. Like, it's happening. Oh, yeah. Like, PlayStation yeah. are doing it. Like, it's, it's not just a, a niche thing anymore. We've got a Sony official VR thing. So no matter what teething problems it has in terms of... Um, you know, the controllers or the, the graphical power it needs to have a good game. Yeah. Um, it's it's happening and it's only going to get better from here. So that's yeah. what's really exciting for me. Yeah. It's amazed how much VR has progressed in the past, um, was it, I think it's probably like three... Two to three years. Yeah. 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 It's been yeah. really, really quick. Absolutely. And I heard that um, with the Vive, there's, I'm not sure if it was third party or not, but they've got a wireless thing so instead of having all the cables you like just tuck this thing as part of the headset and it wirelessly communicates to the to your pc so you don't actually oh, have to that's pretty cool i've seen the backpack ones like with zero latency and whatnot where they have the mm. laptop and everything and you kind of wear a backpack while you're playing it but that sounds awesome yeah it was similar to that but i'm not sure if it was zero latency but it was like really good like playable um mm. and not that expensive so if again if that's there already it's only going to get better yeah, because that, that was, when we were at PAX. Yeah, like where we were at PAX, we had like every game we played, we had handlers, <laughs> like cable yeah, handlers. Right. Every time we'd move around, you could feel the cable being moved so that we wouldn't trip on it. So like that wireless yeah. accessory, I'm keeping my eyes closely on. Um, yeah, it only just got announced in the last week or two, and the the people who make it, they are like official accessory makers, or they've been officially vetted by HTC to make this okay. product. And um, mm, okay. yeah, I think that they've already done like the first, oh, they already put pre-orders up and I think they sold out within the first couple of days and that's only in China alone. Um, mm. And they said that they will do a global one soon. So again, yeah, keeping my eyes on that one. They're going to launch uh, first quarter of, um, of next year. Cool. I guess it's going to be interesting to see what kind of applications it has when we see, like even in the games that are being created, you know, like it, it'll have like, uh, controller mode and then we'll have a VR mode or something like that um, but I guess moving into something that needs a bit more support needs a bit more um, I guess features to make it a complete game No Man's Sky recently just announced its update which is kind of cool 
adding features to a game that really, really needed it. Darcy, you, you found this one. What's what's happening? Yeah, so it's called the Foundation Update. They're calling it the Foundation Update, which I guess is kind of addressing head-on the, the all the drama around it. Um, it's kind of they're starting from the base and, what, and moving forward. They're acknowledging their game needs Foundation to be playable? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I, I don't know, like, I, I kind of respect the silence in a way because it's been, like, two months since they last, their last blog post mm. and it's basically, like, we're working on stuff, talk soon. Um, yeah. So two months later and they've just dropped this update with fairly little to no uh, announcement. Um, but here it is. And so we've got, what do we got? There's game mode. So you can, like, jump in normal mode, creative mode and survival mode. We've got base building, farming. So they're, they're copying you Minecraft can... twice. Yep, cool. Sorry. Yeah, it's just it's, it's freighters. Yeah, it's well, um new. it's extensive at the very least. Whether it'll work out of the box, who knows? Yeah, um, it's kind of the opposite of what they've done, really, because you know the game was in development for however many years, five years or something like that. But the hype really started to generate in that last year. Like, just referencing the Game Awards in 2015, it was the most anticipated game, and, and it, it hadn't even come out yet. Barely seen anything of it, and for them to have all this hype, release it, and then say absolutely nothing until this update. Like, it's kind of... There's a weird shift of of, um, of press, I guess. I think it was... You can, like, almost pinpoint the moment Sony took it up. Yeah. Um, they went, they oh, went yeah. from an independent, independent studio with this cool idea and this amazing sort of reveal trailer, um, which was at the Game Awards. I think that was at the first Game Awards, wasn't it? That, um, that first big trailer. Might have been. Maybe the second one? Maybe. Anyway... So Jeff Keighley's kind of thrown into the spotlight, and then from there Sony's grabbed it, and it's just been <laughs> uh, all up zero to hundred, and then and then back yeah. down to zero very very quickly. Yeah, and I like I'm I'm curious to see um, how much of that was Sony's pressure to release it on time. Like, yeah. it seems like even delaying it another because when did it come out? June or something this year? Uh, yes, yes, I'm pretty or sure it maybe? was June. Yeah. Uh, um, so it's like, you know, what's that? That's three three more months. Like, if this is what it took to get this many features in the game, three more August, months, just delay yeah. it. They should have just delayed it to the end of the year. I don't really understand. Just reading the Foundation update, you know, patch notes and that, it almost feels like it's, like, the game has been completely restructured. It almost, as if it feels like it's a, a new game for that matter. No, you mean um, it's a game. It's a game, yeah. yeah <laughs> it's a game. Um, yeah, it's... Like how you were saying, Darcy, how you could you know, you could practically pinpoint from the moment when Sony took a hold of I guess Hello mm. Games No Man's Sky, it it does very much feel that way. Like when you first you know, saw the the original like launch or reveal trailer up to, you know, the the final gameplay trailer, it's just or even just playing the game itself, it's just so distinct in you know the differences. It, it, it it's like as if, you know, there was so much that was promised and there wasn't really anything it wasn't as much that was delivered mm. yeah like i think mm. with this this amount of stuff if you added this in and had an october or a november release date even december just before christmas it would have been the scores all of the the rage and that from from the internet even though it is a volatile place i think it would have been vastly reduced if it had this amount of content in it mm Oh well, I guess we'll never know. So, yeah, never know. Everyone, just warp up your time machines, time time uh, travelers. If you are listening to this, head back, tell them to wait, and then just release it like third of December or something. 
if you figure out how time travel works, feel free to let us know at Progress Bar AU. Slash we'll take time the travel. <laughs> <laughs> what we'll do is uh, come into the, the meat and potatoes, I guess, of what we're going to be talking about this uh, this week. So, uh, the Game Awards, previously the Spike TV Video Game Awards, uh, is coming up, and big announcements for everyone game of the years and everyone really gets behind this so what we thought we would do is go through the awards go over our picks kind of not necessarily who uh we think will win maybe but who will probably win and uh see how we go with it now starting off we have the big one i guess which we probably should have saved for last but game of the year so what we have we have the nominees we have Doom by id Software, Inside by Playdead, Overwatch by Blizzard, some Blizzard team, I don't know who they are. Um, yeah, some up and, up and coming. Guys. Up, uh, indie guys, yeah. Titanfall 2 by Restorn and uh, Electronic Arts, and Uncharted 4 uh, by Naughty Dog. Now, preface this by saying I've only played two of these games, so this will be good. I've only played Doom I've and played, Overwatch. I've played all of them, and it's a good list. That is a good selection of games. <laughs> Really, like, I'm very impressed with this year. It looks like it's really gone into a few different genres as well. I didn't expect Inside to be there. So many people have been talking about it, and I've got it ready to play. I just haven't had the time. So I, mm. what, what can you tell me about it? That Inside? Mm. It's it's one of those ones where to talk too much about it would ruin it. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so I won't, I won't go into any specific details, but you've played Limbo, have you? Yeah, I've played Limbo. So, yeah, it's the same people who did that. Um I'm pretty sure it's their first game since then, so in some time. Um, it's, I guess, think picture Limbo as the basic foundation of what this game is, but everything is just matured, I guess I'd say. It's just side-scrolling. You play this little boy. You start out in the forest. There's figures after you. There's, there's these people that are looking for you and chasing you. Um, you gradually make your way towards this facility and, and get deeper and deeper inside. Uh, as the title suggests, yeah, um, I was going to say, and, it, and it, roll credits. It, it, <laughs> it goes, it goes in some very interesting directions, and the end just like had me stunned. Um, wow! But it's just, it's, it's kind of hard to describe. It's, it's very, the atmosphere is intense. It's unnerving. It's, it's great. It's kind of one of those out, outliers, though. Like you've got these like big first person shooters like three of the games on that list are FPSs you got Doom um, and all kind of different ones as well like you've got Doom the first player I mean first person shooter with your ma- main focus on the single player but it did have that multiplayer element as well like the whole the snap map features very gore intensive very hardcore I guess is what mm-hmm. you've got out of that you've got Overwatch you know your team base I, I don't want to call it a MOBA shooter but it kind of is Hero shooter. Hero shooter. Hero there shooter. we go. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Hero shooter, where it's fun, it's cartoony, everyone kind of jumps around, and it's it's a lot of fun. And then you've got Titanfall two, which is again FPS, but it's it's fast, it's uh, kind of futuristic, but kind of relatable mm. to the real world. Like all these different ideas. And then as soon as I saw it inside there, I was like, how how can you can like kind of compare this? But listening to that, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous. It's yeah. It, you got to play it basically it's definitely one you have to play for yourself but um again so many good games there like i love all all of those they're all amazing um which one do you want to win and which one do you Mm -hmm. think will win okay 
Well, those two questions are the same. It's Overwatch. Overwatch? Yeah. I'm not necessarily sure it's my favorite game of the year, but I, I think it, it will and should. Yeah, it, it's um, kind of done something that's maybe not revolutionized the genre, but it's, it's definitely done a lot of things and put them in the right direction. It's mm. made its mark I mean, in the, the industry this year. Oh, yeah. Or in, in the game scene, I should say, yeah. It's, I think it's... Like I know it's Blizzard, so you you know you got to give them some credit. Yeah. Um, but it's it's like it's uh, from concept to execution, it's just it's impeccable. I think it's just so many different like in terms of game balance, um, art style, uh, the music, all the all the lore that's sort of sitting under the surface, the voice acting is just perfect. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there, and like, it, luckily, it's one of the ones I've played, and I've, I've, it's the only one I've continued to play. Like, I haven't really played much of Doom. I played it. I was like, yeah, this is fun, and then I just didn't play it anymore. Um, I, I picked up Titanfall two, but I just haven't gotten into it. But after I play finish the story, I'll kind of again the same. The multiplayer might not be there. Overwatch's multiplayer scene is going to be there for years, and I think it's just the the amount of hype behind it is ridiculous. Hmm. Um, as for the thing is, Uncharted Four could win as well. I think it's it's almost like you know when people call movies Oscar bait. Yeah. It's it, I feel like Uncharted Uncharted Four is the uh, Oscar bait of video games. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. It's like, and like it's not undeserving. It's just it just makes sense to give that one. That it's a award it's a nominated for a lot of awards. I I don't think it'll get Game of the Year. But I think there's a bunch of different awards there that it could easily pick up with like no competition whatsoever. Yeah, you're right, Brennan. How many, like, what are your thoughts? Like, are you kind of backing the Overwatch hype train, or is it is it more falling to something else? I can see why Overwatch has the hype behind it. I can I certainly agree with you know Darcy's sentiments. Um, personally, for me, it's not something that I bought into as much. Like, I did give it a go a couple of times. And that's about it. Yeah. Um, for yeah, for me personally, I did enjoy playing Uncharted Four. Um, I can I can see that one picking up yeah, heaps of awards. As to whether it'll get Game of the Year, I reckon it'll be very close to Overwatch. But I wouldn't be surprised if Overwatch takes you know takes the gold. So it kind of I I mean I didn't really haven't really played the Uncharted series at all. But from what I heard, it's it's kind of the wrap up to the series. Like this is kind of it for Uncharted. Uncharted 4 is definitely a swan song. Um, I'd be surprised if they revisit it for a while. Although the the end does kind of, well, no leave spoilers, it open. Anyway, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, sort of. Um, people who have finished it will know what I mean. But um, yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say about that. It's a yeah, good game. Yeah, it, it is good. And like I, from what I've seen, it, it it looks awesome. And I I don't think it'll hit the nail on the head for best game, but it it's nominated for almost every award other than this mm. so it, i think it's going to be good so the next one is um best studio in game and game direction so this is for recognizing a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation in direction and design and we've got blizzard for overwatch uh dice for battlefield one uh id software for id software whatever uh for, for mm. doom uh naughty dog again for uh, uncharted 4 and respawn for Respawn Entertainment for Titanfall 2. So already we've got four out of the five games for this award in the previous ones. Um, mm. I guess the outlier here um, for this is is DICE, you know, going all the way through the modern shooter after modern shooter to uh, Cops and Robbers and then jumping all the way back to Battlefield 1 
World War One like type era, old tanks, old guns, horses. Mm. It's pretty insane. Yeah, um, and I think it's it was, it was one of those because there's so many leaks this year. Um, when that leaked, I can't remember when how far away from the actual announcement it was, but it was kind of like one of those ones where it's kind of hard to believe. It was like, really? World War One? How's that going to work? Just you know, pop up from a trench and get headshot and trench foot and gassed and stuff. That doesn't sound like a fun online experience. Yeah, very um, short death timers. Yeah, and like, I mean, even in general, the war just isn't known for its battles. Like, even though obviously World War Two was just as awful, it's it's got these these famous battles that can you can sort of imagine a shooter arising from. But anyway, <laughs> what I what I thought was amazing was just the bravery of it. Like, just going, yep, World War One, why not? Let's do it. And People jumped they did all it, over and it, it too. Yeah, um, it's just fresh. It's just refreshing after, as you said. <laughs> not so distant future sci-fi spaceships but not real spaceships and wall yeah. jumping and stuff like yeah. that it's like let's let's go back to basics and that's what they did that, that theme is just or that trend is just getting so stale now and i do agree that they should have just yeah just go go to a different era and yeah they did just that they went back to you know world war one and they did a fantastic job at that in fact i was i only played battlefield one for the yeah, first time only about yeah bit over a week ago and i love how they've got the uh the single player campaign divided into six war stories and mm, that was kind of cool yeah yeah and yeah one of them is gallipoli when i noticed that i'm like okay i'm given i'm playing this one first yeah of course and yeah, that's the, the thing that oh yeah and i the thing i love so much about that um that campaign or that particular war story was that the australian accents were all authentic they were all real australian actors in there mm. thank goodness yeah. no americans like switching between that and then like or, a half southern accent or nope. uh, like a british person trying to do an australian accent yeah just like no or, yeah no no pacific rim situation no going on. That's, that's exactly right oh jeez. Um, i've actually noticed that not just a very brief tangent in uh mankind divided as well deus ex there was a um one of the biggest characters was australian and he he was good as well, and then there's Forza. It's it's all over the place. Oh yeah, Forza, Forza's voice yeah. acting is, is is kind of okay. Like I don't know if they did a, have they got Australian actors in there because it feels they like... had one. Okay, they had one. one, and it was um, uh, a DJ named Touch Sensitive. Um, he's a, a real DJ in real life who was playing himself in the game, hosting or um, being the radio DJ for Future Classic Radio. Oh, cool! Um, right. Really smart because he's actually signed to Future Classic. Um, yeah, records in real life. Um, and apart from that, nearly every other Australian accent in Horizon Three was pretty much. You, you could tell that it was a British accent. Yeah, like they, oh, okay. they. Yeah, they kind of. Sometimes you could like. Sometimes they were really good, and other times they're like, "I might hate going," and you're like, "Oh, come yeah, on, yeah, you exactly. break my ears!" Oh my god. I, I guess it's like that authentic Australian feel. Like we know what Australians sound like. I guess so. It, but to, mm. but to Americans and to like people who are foreign, they were like, "Hey, it's Australia, yeah, mate, how you going?" Type deal, and that, that's it. Like, yeah, no, g'day, I... mate. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, coming back from the tangent, I don't know how yeah. we, got, yeah, Australian Sorry accents. About that. Yeah, that's it was my fault. Hundred percent my fault. That's okay. <laughs> Tangents are welcome. That's fine. Um, who who do you think like who who really changed 
the dynamic of their not necessarily their studio but like that game that they released whether it's um going back to a different era rebooting like a franchise that's been dead for years in in the in the forms of doom there wrapping up a series almost you know with with uncharted 4 kind of as you said the swan song um kind of i still can't see it going to anyone but blizzard yeah it's one of those ones where i feel like maybe i mean i'm not sure how they're going to do it but if you know for example if overwatch wins game of the year then will they give this one to blizzard as well or will they throw someone else a bone um I think the storyline for Overwatch, though, really sells it. Like, it came from Project Titan, which was going to be their second MMO. They kind of Mm -hmm. scrapped the project, but used a lot of the assets, and then went, we don't need another MMO, let's do an FPS instead. And Mm. so they kind of already half-built it before bringing it in, and then just following on from there before releasing Mm. it. Like, it's it's pretty cool. I think the other thing with, with Game Direction, like Uncharted 4... There's so much that is like an actual film, um, like a actually, you know, I mean, it does have a director. Um, oh, right. I can't remember his name. Anyway, he did Last of Us. But, I mean, there's so many Neil scenes. That's the one, yeah. Cool. Um, you know, real actors in motion capture suits basically acting out these scenes. So, I mean, in that sense, this it would make sense to give them a direction award. Right, okay. So they kind of implemented like a movie game kind of thing so yeah i mean that's interesting that's learned a lot of games i guess but yeah uncharted 4 is it is like playing a movie and the whole uncharted series is like that playing an action movie um brendan what do you what do you think is it is it a, another one for for blizzard or is it is it something that we're going to see from another studio i'd probably be leaning towards yeah either <clears throat> sorry um either naughty dog or dice because you know both um, as we you know, we mentioned, both you know have like notable directors, and they both have like I guess um, solid storylines or um, that movie kind of quality. Know, yeah, essentially that. Yeah, yeah, like a, a movie quality. Um, was it yeah path or direction that um, that really does um, I guess emphasize or impact on the like you know the best thing like offering the best gameplay for the you know the player sort of thing it's yeah it's it's one of those two in my view cool we'll have to make these notes down once i listen back to it i'm going to note down who has picked what and then we can have bragging rights <laughs> so who who got the ones right and who who uh, has the bragging rights afterwards so that'd be good yes <laughs> sounds good all right now moving straight on to best narrative so this is really focusing just on the story like none of the, the gameplay if how much it was lacking how broken the game was um just looking for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game so we've got a few a few weird ones here for me i can think of um firewatch uh, by Campo Santo, Inside popping up again by Play Dead, Mafia Three uh, by Hangar Thirteen and Two K, Oxen Free by Night School Studio, and Uncharted Four as well making its return. Mm. Now, this one's tricky mm. for me. Yeah, is... have you played? Have you played all these games as well? Yes. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, I'll let nice. you talk. <laughs> well done. Um, uh, yeah, I, don't, I went a bit crazy this year. Um, so. I mean, Uncharted 4 is going to be up there, but uh, I'll look at the others because we've talked a lot about Uncharted 4. Yeah. Um, Firewatch is interesting. It's it's sort of you know you, you, your character is a um, I think they're called are they called Fire Wardens 
or fire watcher i don't know they're out in like the national parks in, in america and they sit in towers and live there for a while looking out for bushfires essentially park rangers um, yeah or wildfire they don't call them bushfires over there do they anyway whatever um and then you start developing this friendship with um a woman who's in this tower like in the ridge in the distance and so you never actually meet her but you're talking to her on a radio and you basically walk around and she talks to you and problems arise you have to go check them out and that sort of thing so it was interesting um when it comes to narrative i'm not sure if i would give it give this award to the to firewatch to be honest um not sure if that's just a personal thing it It didn't didn't yeah um like i like i watched on let's play like it was really interesting to see like the story and the, the characters develop like a relationship and that between them and the twists and turns that that came through from that but i'm not sure like it kind of the ending didn't really work out for me and like there wasn't much choice i guess with it with the narrative it's like this is the story we're going to tell it's like well mm. okay i guess but like yeah. i would say it was well written and definitely well acted yes. um i just guess it just didn't resonate much with me personally um i mean the character is a, a bit older than us i would say um, yeah, so maybe it. that's part of it it's Had a bit of a different and everything in their lives that we don't yeah. really have or have made, possibly <laughs> experienced yeah maybe um but but then talking about the shortness like inside uh was also probably around four or five hours hmm. tops um and i would say that that left a way more um an impact a lot more impact yeah um yeah. than than firewatch story did and that's interesting because i'm not, uh, not a spoiler not a single word is said in inside there's no no speech whatsoever well that's cool um so in terms of telling a story it's it's impressive to do that um you know the whole show don't tell it's it's all showing it just shows you everything um that, that it needs to and then it shows you more and then a little bit more and let leave, leaves you wondering etc but there's no there's no exposition there's no cutscenes there's no text it's not like that so that's impressive um mafia 3 now yeah that one's have you played this no i haven't but I've, I've watched a lot of videos on it like people playthroughs and things like that this um yeah i'm, I'm not sure how to how to because i know it's specifically narrative this this category mm. um and in in terms of narrative mafia 3 is actually amazing um like the writing and the voice acting again is probably some of the best i've ever seen in a game to be honest um well, yeah. it's like watching it's it's like watching boardwalk empire or you know, some some top notch drama on HBO or something like that. In terms, and but you're actually Scorsese. playing their characters. Oh yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Cool. Picture Scorsese type type stuff. But um, the thing is, I would consider. So it says for outstanding storytelling and narrative development, I would consider you can't separate narrative development from the minute to minute gameplay, or at least I can't. Oh okay. Um, so yeah so i mean the cutscenes are great there are certain moments that are amazing mm-hmm. and throughout the writing and voice acting is great it's just the gameplay is a slog so that kind of the pacing's off because of that and it makes it yeah a slog to get through so i, would, I wouldn't i couldn't give it the award even though it probably does deserve it have you played um, it because have you of played that. it brendan have you played mafia 3 no no i have seen you know like a lot of people say high things about it um but no that's not one i've i have played in that list unfortunately the only one is uncharted 4 that i've played so i don't i guess i don't really have much to say on the the best narrative selection of games that we have here 
So just because I'm assuming neither of you played Oxen Free either. No, no, I haven't heard anything so, about this. This is a dark horse for me. It's very, it's very cool. It's like, as you can see from that screenshot there, it's side-scrolling, um, stylized little little figures walking around. Um, it's kind of, it's 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 a creepy game. It's like you're a bunch of teenagers going to an island. Um, it's it's sort of like got a navy base on it and a small village, and you kind of explore the island and and you basically there to have a party but uh things start getting weird um and it's all to do with like these strange shadowy figures and radio waves and the history of the island and stuff it's all very cool and creepy and um and dark as well um but very well written it's another very well written game obviously that's why it's nominated but yeah. see um yes yeah, so you can see in that screenshot there's three speech bubbles yep um three different options so these happen in real time so you'll be walking along your characters are saying stuff or you're the main character, the girl there, I can't remember her name. Um, so it's like the conversations are happening and then before the, they've stopped talking, these options come up. So you have to click an option and then it, it like seamlessly goes into that option. And if you wait too long, um, you just it just kind anything. of... Yeah, or it, it picks one for you, I can't remember. But um, mm, okay. it's interesting. It's like it's almost like it makes you more engaged in the conversation. It's like you're actually having that conversation. You have to work out what you're going to say next. Um one thing it does really well, um, which I've noticed a few other games not do well, is that sort of dialogue where it's like the characters sort of interrupt each other and there's a lot of like the characters like, and I assume this is written in the script, is where they're like, they'll be saying something and then they're like, uh, um, so shall we do this? And there's like all that umming and ahhing that people say in real life, but in Rather scripts they don't put lines. it in. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So it's like, there's like in a lot of games they kind of do that to try and get natural dialogue and it's just annoying but in this they did it really well I have to pick this up because this sounds really cool yeah and then of course Uncharted 4 we've discussed already it um, costs 5 bucks damn yeah it is a sale at the moment yeah I'm going to pick this up right now yeah hopefully you like it yeah <laughs> um, and again like Uncharted 4 we've spoken about it before it's, it's movie quality story every character yeah every category but it's hard to argue with outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Like it definitely deserves it. What would what, what you think would pick it up? Like does inside really have that, that much going for it for the story? The fact that you don't even talk to the character or anything like that. I think even though a lot of the character, ca sorry, categories for uncharted four, um, it is kind of a no brainer. I feel like this one is one where they're like going to be like, yep, yeah, just give it to Uncharted 4. Just, just mm, do it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> give it, give it one award at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one of eight. Cool. Brennan, you're going to give it to Uncharted just like assuming that's uh, one you've played or is it not even worth it? <laughs> yeah. I think the main two will either be Uncharted or Firewatch. Mm. Um, just from what I've heard of Firewatch, like again, yeah, I, I, given I haven't played the game, um, like I can't really you know, say much more. It's more just from what I've heard, you know, word of mouth. But I reckon, yeah, my my two picks for that would be yeah either Uncharted or um, yeah Firewatch. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. Moving on to the next one, best art direction. Now this one is for the outstanding creative and technical achievement in artistic direction and animation. So we're just looking at the art. We're looking at the visual styles of the game. Um, now we've got Abzu by Giant Squid and 505. Um, Firewatch coming up again from Campo Santo. Inside, Overwatch, and Uncharted 4. So we've talked about Inside to death. Uh, you know, Overwatch is there, Uncharted 4, Firewatch. The, the one outlier, I guess, is this. And I don't really, it's even a contender. 
um, unfortunately, is Abzu. Um, have either of you mm. played this one at all? No, that's no, the first but game. I've heard first game I haven't played about it. <laughs> okay, so I I reviewed this on progressbar.com.au. Yeah, yeah, all right. plug, awesome. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's in, it's an interesting one because it's it's not really I don't see it as a game because you, it's more of an experience. It's like if you had a VR headset on, it'd be awesome. Like you could swim through this with like fish and sharks, and there's a blue whale that pops up, and it's really really cool. But that's it. Like all you're doing is just exploring a world and interacting with switches and stuff. It's very pretty, and it's cool to swim with turtles and dolphins and things like that, but yeah, I, I don't know how it can compare to something like even even Firewatch. Like it, it's that that really unique art style. So, have you played Journey? Yes. How how would you say it compares yeah. to that? It's well, it's by the one of the I think it's the main art director for Journey went and left that mm. that place and came to make this. So, but I, like the reason I bring it up is because um, saying it's not really a game. Like I feel like Journey does that, but pulls it off. Yeah, um, like I it, feel like. Exactly. Like, I think Journey does pull it off, and it's this intense experience that you can, again, have with another person as well. Like, you have that interactivity mm. with another kind of entity, and he could drag you through the story, and you can have these beautiful moments. And it has that, in, I guess, the inside feel where you, there's no exposition, really. There's a ping. That's it. Like, that's one pinging mm. thing, and you can experience this entire game with someone that you could, you'd never see, never yep. even know the name of. And it's really, really beautiful for, for that kind of emotion, but... Abzu kind so Abzu of, doesn't come close. No, it, it doesn't. Like it kind of falls flat in that regard. I think it was trying to be Journey, but under the sea, and it doesn't hit the right notes. Mm. But it's but pretty though. It, oh, it's pretty, and I can swim with turtles, which is kind of cool. But <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's it. Game of the year right there. But it's not a really tricky one for me actually. Um, the main contenders for me would be the last three, um, inside Overwatch and Uncharted Four. They pop up um, a lot bastards <laughs> i'm charted for like i'm playing i'm i actually played it a couple levels last night with the with my new pro oh yeah um and it just looks in, insane um like it looked in, incredible early in the year on my regular playstation mm-hmm. um four and actually back then when i first played i was i was constantly blown away um by what i was looking at like i could not believe what i was seeing <laughs> wow. um so i mean for that reason alone i think it should it deserves to win but then overwatch is also phenomenal like having all those different characters so unique um and so cohesive as well like for gameplay reasons you know exactly who you're looking at yeah it's not just <sighs> it's random tricky. soldier 125 or something like that from from most yeah. shooters like you can you know and what a reaper soldier like. 76 <laughs> yeah that's it yeah. that's that's who he is but he's old and then grizzled but the rest of them and he has this story there's a reason why he's soldier 76 etc that's, that's but, um, exactly right and even even the maps and the weapons and all the different skins you can unlock, like it's it's all just looks so good. Um, They've really put a lot of just time has into it. Such personality, um, and then there's inside, which is I probably say the the most artistic on more on the artistic side of this uh, category is definitely uh, Forerunner. Like the others, it's more well definitely with Uncharted Four, it's more technical, technically mm-hmm. amazing. And inside is just just a sight to behold. So it's it's got to be within one of those three for me. Not sure which will take it, to be honest. Yeah, it, it seems like it'd be a close car- uh, category, especially when you just like you're focusing on the art, and even looking at those last three, they are completely different art styles, completely different technical, you know, creativity that's come into it, and someone has to pick one. Like that, that's mm. insane. Mm. I guess it comes down to personal preference. I guess then, I, I can see Uncharted Four winning it, 
just for that mm-hmm. feat alone because as you said the technical aspects of it do come into it fairly fairly often but mm. yeah it'd be close brennan you haven't really uh dabbled into too many of these so uh what what are your thoughts you like bright and colorful more for gritty realism what, what's your what's your poison so i reckon my my picks out of this one would be uh yeah uncharted overwatch and yeah abzu um yeah abzu because of its, its given its you know its its story or well, not really story but more you know how it's setting that it's underwater um you so see you got you know your vibrant blues and your and um it also, is very you know, colorful. It's, yeah 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 it's, it's both colorful and it's also you know dark in certain areas to really emphasize the whole underwater setting um overwatch because well blizzard don't fail when it comes to artistic direction in games um that's it yeah yeah they 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 get that you know perfectly or they get it pretty damn good i should say um and uncharted well you know video game movie that's it but you can't you can't get much better than that cool yeah all right. Well, that one will definitely be a close one, I think, with with those at least those bottom three MV Firewatch, just for that extra kind of unique art style. But um, we can see how that one goes. From the visual to the audio, oral, oral. That's oral. the word I was looking for. The oral. To the oral uh, uh, production. We'll move on to best music and sound design. So mm-hmm. we've got Battlefield One. Uh, this is for yeah, outstanding audio, inclusive of score, original song, licensed soundtrack, and sound design. So we've got Battlefield 1 by DICE and Electronic Arts. We've got Doom. Uh, Insides popped up again. Res Infinite by Enhanced Games. And Thumper by Drool. Now, we've already spoken, I guess. Uh, DICE is phenomenal at sound design. All of their gun Absolutely. sounds, all of their... Every sound that you hear in that game is on point 100% of the time so I when looking at that for me it's it's kind of Battlefield 1 hands down but in saying that I've only played I haven't played Res Infinite and I haven't heard of Thumper so it sounds like something I need to check out though yeah um, so I haven't I haven't played Res Infinite either I know that's in that's PSVR as well so is Thumper actually Um, there you go Brennan's new, new games for you to check out yeah Oh yeah, I think, I think the way they describe Thumper is rhythm violence. It's like it's like audio surf sort of thing. You're on a track. Oh, um, awesome! And it's like a rhythm rhythm based. So that in that screenshot, you can see the, the horrifying face at the end. It's like just a constant. It's almost like boss rush. It's like you're always fighting this boss, mm-hmm. and there's these things that come along the tracks, and you have to hit them on on time. And uh, once when you hit one of these things, it, it sort of flies back at the face and damages it. Um, it's intense like from what i've seen it in vr i can't imagine it'd be insane oh, it's it just, just looks so fast yeah it looks it's it's pretty crazy um for me yeah as you said battlefield one and in general battlefield games the sound design is insane um mm-hmm. and for me though doom is another standout because of the the soundtrack this, um, oh yes the soundtrack like i have that added to my my game ost playlist because it is just yeah, so heavy, like it's so well it's, done. It's so good, and like I'd say, it's it's unique as well. Like I remember when the game was coming out, you see trailers and it had those heavy metal, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah. it's a bit cheesy. Um, but in the game itself, it's like it's just perfect. It, it adds so much. Yeah, to um, that gory kind of hardcore environment, like having that that metal type soundtrack. Of the yeah, game, but it's, just it's much... like it's just the most 
uh, in, it's like industrial electronic synthy just gory metal it <laughs> <That> sounds <laughs> yeah. awesome yeah it, it it really is cool so yeah for me it's it's this is a fairly easy one it's it's doom or battlefield for me yep yeah i agree there brennan yeah i'm putting it on battlefield for this one um only because that is the only one i've played in that list but yeah like you said before it's well um, given yeah dice is yeah dice don't fail when it comes to yeah to audio design they've they're just always blowing it out of the blowing it out of the water decent sounds and everything eargasms everywhere (laughs) yep eargasm Um, perfectionists oh yeah totally um all right well we'll leave that one that was fairly quickly uh fairly quick one but we'll move on to best performance now this is specifically for a role in a game a particular character awarding to an individual for voice over acting motion and a performance capture so we have uh alex hernandez as lincoln clay in mafia 3 cc jones as uh delilah in firewatch emily rose as elena elena Elena, yeah, you had that right. There you go. Uncharted 4, uh, Thief's End. Nolan North as Nathan Drake in Uncharted 4. Uh, Troy Baker as Sam Drake in Uncharted 4. And Rich Summer as Henry in Firewatch. So, not really that... um, Diverse. Diverse of a choice. I thought maybe some other ones might have gotten in there, but, hmm, that's a very Mm. interesting list thoughts my favorite one there <laughs> you got, is uh, you guys have played uncharted so you know what's happening yeah my favorite one there was elena if it's that if that particular screenshot on the game awards site if they're pretty much looking at that one in particular that's a that was a pretty i guess yeah you could say it was a pretty cute scene it was done yeah. quite well it's yeah it's an amazing game for voice acting um it kind of it just it would feel silly giving it to Nolan North. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like giving John Hamm an Emmy at the end of Mad Men or um, oh god, Breaking Bad guy, what's his name? Uh, Brian, Brian Cranston. Cranston. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, like give it you know the final season, give it to give it to him. Um, yeah. so I guess that might be a play for them to give Nolan North Uncharted uh, at the end of Uncharted to give it to him. But um, I don't know. I, I'm not sure it would make that much sense because it's pretty much just Nolan North being <laughs> Nolan North. Nolan North. Yeah, um, yeah. that's it. With, with Troy Baker, though, that's it's impressive because he's he almost does like an impression of Nolan North because he's playing his brother in this game. Uh, um, so it's it's quite impressive in that sense. Um, so Elena, Troy of Baker course, is, as is great. North. I'd actually say um, my my pick for Uncharted the three Uncharted four would be Elena as well. Um, a lot of the more emotional scenes in that game hinge on her and her performance, and I think she does an amazing job. So um, of those three, I'd give it to her. The as the only person who's played Mafia Three, um, Lincoln Clay and yeah, Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay is really good. To be honest, though, the standout was he's uh, he's like accomplice this CIA agent Ray Donovan. I can't remember the I don't wouldn't know the actor's name unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. CIA guy in Mafia Three, um, he pretty much steals the show every every scene he's in. Um, not and basically, I'm surprised he wasn't nominated. Is what I'm trying to say. Even mm. though Alex Hernandez does a great job. Um, yeah, for me, the stand-up was the other guy. Firewatch, to be honest, doesn't really... I mean, they were good. It's just when they when you see what they're up against, and especially considering there's no motion capture in, in their roles. Not that that lessens their roles in any way. I just feel like maybe there should be two different awards, one for 
just voice acting one for one voice for acting motion and motion capture, capture. yeah because having yeah. three three of them or maybe alex i'm not sure but having three of them doing the mocap works as well as the voice acting like bringing the whole package and then going back to firewatch with they were just delivering lines admittedly very very mm. well um like the chemistry between those two firewatch characters are very very good and it gets mm. very emotional but being without that mocap stuff it, it's kind of a bit weird yeah i i honestly think it should be two different categories yeah Maybe they'll take that on for next year. Game Awards people, mm. if you're listening, <laughs> change it for next year, and uh, sure you'll, be, you'll be all the better for it. All right, you guys need to. So you guys are going to pick Elena then? Yep. Um, yeah, I think I will. Cool. All right. Well, I'll, I'll make a decision. I guess I, since I've already played Firewatch out of all of this, I'll go with. Um, I'll just go with Henry. I think he was the better of the two characters. Mm-hmm. Had to care for a turtle and stuff, which I mean is always cool. Um, but yeah, just the, the journey that he has and the, the stuff that he experiences is um, pretty powerful. So that was that was Rich Summers Henry and Emily Rose is Elena. Yeah. So we'll just see. so we get their names in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. If if we get them right, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Maybe they will just give mm-hmm. it to Nolan North because it's Nolan North. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Uh, so this is kind of a weird one, and it's something that there's a lot of ones that we haven't really had too much experience with personally is the games for impact award so this is for a thought-provoking yeah. game with profound pro-social meaning and message now last year we had uh life is strange uh pick up this award and previously uh, i don't think there was actually one for 2013 so it was it's only recently been introduced and life is strange easily knocks it out of the park but this year we've got a few games that i have no idea even existed which is um 1979 revolution by ink stories uh Blockhood by plethora project and devolver digital Orwell by osmotic studios and surprise attack sea hero quest by glitches and that dragon cancer by numios games um it's kind of a weird yeah. one they've gone into very very different points of emotion i guess yeah um i um, the only one i've heard of is that dragon cancer um which ah uh, just it's just one of those things where it's like it's hard to sort of want to play something like that yeah um it's it's actually I've been trying to watch black mirror i'm not sure if you heard of that i've TV got it show. added on my netflix playlist i've because the third season's come out, and I've been watch, I've watched the first two, and I want to rewatch them. And trying to start that show, knowing what the first episode is, it's like I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I want to put myself through that wow, again. Okay. So it's well, like that's hyping it it's up like for that, me. That sounds awesome. Oh, they're they're great. They're very grim though. They won't leave you happy. Um, <laughs> just what but, I want uh, from a TV show. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I guess the only thing I can talk about is that Dragon Cancer. As I said, I have no idea about any of the others. Um, and to be honest, looking at the next few categories, I'm not sure if I'm going to know much about these either. This is where um, the, the waters get kind of grim and, and murky. I think. Yeah. And there are a lot, there are a lot more categories than I realized. Holy crap. Good yeah, God. There are tons. Well, we might just have to blitz through them. We'll, we'll give it to the ones that we know. Um, that Dragon <laughs> Cancer, I think is the one that's going to win. Um, only, oh, I have not played Sea Hero Quest. I've not played Block and Hood. Uh, Blockhood. I've not played 1979 The Revolution, but seeing these as, as the awards, they're being nominated, so they've got to be the best in their category. It makes yep. me want to pick them up. I have played all well. I did play it at PAX, and it is very powerful. It has that kind of um, Snowden-esque uh, feel where you're you're accessing people's information when they don't know about it, um, that you're mm-hmm. taking it from them, and you're building a case against them 
Um, in Pretty sure of... the uh, 2014 classic Watchdogs did that a lot better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I am the last game. game. <laughs> <laughs> <I like that. laughs> uh, yeah, uh, X to hack, X to hack the world. Yeah. No, no, I was joking. Yeah, Car- no, carry carry on. on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so in-depth. And Watch Dogs 2, um, I love how it goes into people's personal lives. Um, but, yeah. well, yeah, you, you see conversations, you see these people's stories and, and their, their personas develop um, as you steal their information, as you interact with their chats, things like that. So I think it's got a big impact, but I don't think it's going to win. I think that Dragon Cancer, like, having that element there of, like, you know, having a child who's experiencing that and a family that tries to see any other option for that kind of experience, I think having that impact is, is going to take the award. I think as well, from what I heard, it, it uses the medium um, as best as it can. Like, the fact mm. that it's a video game, it, it leans into that and does well with it. So yeah, kind of just takes it by the reins. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I don't think, uh, Brennan, you have any time to play or even... Uh, know any of these ones possibly besides the only Orwell? one i've heard of there is orwell and yeah i know people who have played it and have said pretty good things like you've said how you know it does have a powerful message so if if i am going to have a selection on this one it'd probably be for orwell yeah but that's um, just yeah if, if we had time to play the others like I, it definitely makes me want to pick up those other ones and just see what yeah. kind of impact they do have on me except dragon cancer screw that one <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to go through that mm. um all right so what we're going to do just for the uh, the time constraints and things like that we're going to wrap up hitting right on the indies we're already getting into this kind of murky water of not really playing a lot of, of the, the indie type games unfortunately it's one of those things where we kind of wait for a quiet month or wait for a quiet week to kind of get through some of these and but some, some of these games that have come out from indie devs have really been amazing so best independent game is the one that we're going to finish on and uh, maybe if we have time a little bit later we'll be able to list the rest of the categories if you're really interested um, to see what we've picked and for bragging rights of course Um, so the best independent game uh, for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system Uh, so we've got Firewatch by Campo Sento we've got Hyperlight Drifter by Heart Machine Inside by Playdead uh, Stardew Valley by Concerned Ape and Chucklefish Games love the name by the way and, um, that's fantastic and, and The Witness by Thelka Inc um, I've actually played a few of these I've played almost all of them that's cool yeah I've played very all. nice at least I've played the best ones that, that's all that matters mm. they're um, all actually really good games yeah and, and for entirely different reasons as well like some of them are yeah. very ex- like they're all kind of explorer based ex- you know like you experience it slowly where mm. jumping over to something like the AAA games, it's very fast, it's in your face, it's front-loaded, like, you jump back to this, and you can kind of take a step back and go, huh, I can experience this world at my own pace, type deal. And actually, I think Hyperlight Drifter is the only one with a gun in it. That's it. The yeah. rest have no guns. Yeah, it's wow. the, that's the fastest game out of all of them. The rest are very slow, very methodical, and in terms of something like The Witness, very... Um, like I guess thought provoking maybe I don't know it, it's a puzzle game so mm. you literally walk through the world and solve puzzles mm. and that expands it out for you but yeah yeah it's like this one because Inside is in a lot of other categories um, it's it'd be tough to uh, 
yeah, it's tough because of that for me to give it to Inside. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, this is actually tricky. Yeah, it really is. They're all they're all really innovative games, um, or just fun, if not innovative. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm actually stumped. This one's really tricky to pick. Yeah, when you, when you think about the, the gameplay, and, like when you're thinking, it says creative and technical achievement in a game. Like, mm. I can't see Firewatch winning something of that kind of area. It is a great story, and the artistic direction is very, very nice, but, like, I don't see it as a technical achievement. It's just there mm. in, in terms of that. Like, I'm not sure if, if that would have, be a contender, regardless of, of its popularity and things like that. Hmm. Is I mean we don't really have time to go through it now, but do you, do you know if with the witness is in any other category? No, no. The, okay. the witness, as far as I know, I'm just scrolling through the last ones here. Uh, no, I think maybe it could win because of that. Um, because the witness is definitely an achievement. Um, yes. If like those puzzles, how someone comes up with those, uh, it just blows my mind. Like I was playing that game and I it was just so much more than i can handle like it was you beyond have to do me it, in it chunks. was like you can't you yeah. cannot blitz this game like you have to do it yeah, in sessions I, it, and yeah constantly came back to the thought of of I, what i assume is a fairly small team um mm-hmm. if it's if they're independent and they created this it's 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 very impressive so i think for that reason um perhaps it deserves it because i think out of all those games it's the one that made me think about the the people who made it the most yeah, well, it's by um, Thelka Inc., which is... The director of that is Jonathan Blow. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, done Braid. Like, that's, Braid. His, that's yep. his big thing where it's just... Again, yep. it's one of those other things where that puzzle system is just... Every every different level is something unique and it's something that you really have to think about. Mm. Um, so I can I can see The Witness winning it just on the basis of that. Like, that kind of the small team heading up this... this puzzle like just looking at the notes here that i've got it had over 650 puzzles yeah and I, I feel like there's there's still stuff in that game that i have no idea about um tucked away underneath the island or whatever that is just so beyond my comprehension yeah that's <laughs> um, it. i think in terms of the word achievement i definitely think it, it suits it the most right yeah like there are some some good games like stardew valley um you know it's got its its own very very adorable world i can play that for hours and not be bored but just like mm. developing going from day to day learning about the characters exploring the world um but in terms of technical and achievement the, i mean that that the, the achievement from for that one i would say was the fact that it's one guy yeah um, that is that is very it's correct. just it's just I'm, as far as i know i'm pretty sure it's just the one guy so um that is impressive but yeah definitely the witness for me Although, as I said before, all these games are great. Everyone should play every single one of them. Yeah, if you if you have not picked it up, pick up Stardew Valley, pick up Hyperlight Drifter, pick up Inside. I'm going to pick up all of the ones I haven't played, um, which is actually just Inside, which is cool. Um, mm. I will be picking that one up because of that like that experience and the fact that it is independent and it it's been nominated for so many awards is amazing. So, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, of- yeah, it's 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 short like keep that in mind it's it's not that long um 
but it's it's great well that's a strength to itself i guess it can be such a short game and yet be such a powerful experience that can compete with things like uncharted and overwatch mm. and battlefield thinking towards 2017 what would be mm. your uh, kind of nail on the head for the thing that you really really want oh it's gonna be zelda um and the switch in general like i've been looking forward to both those things for years now and yeah. i'm a diehard <laughs> nintendo fan so it's definitely those Get out um, yeah ah. <laughs> Red Dead, probably second. The others, I'm oh, actually God of War. Like I'm looking, it looks amazing. I just I've never had that history with the series. Yes, yeah, um, I have played them, but kind of after the fact, just to say I have. Um, and I'm lo- I'm enjoying the, the direction they seem to be taking Kratos because I thought Kratos was an absolute dick in the, in the trilogy. <laughs> like now he's got a beard <laughs> and a son, and or is it, it a daughter? Like that was oh. that was kind of like the point of him, but I just got sick of it. Like it's just stupid. Um, anyway. Horizon and Mass Effect, I'm extremely concerned about, to be honest. Really? Um, That'll be interesting. More so Mass Effect. Horizon, I feel like, might just be a little disappointing in terms of what it ends up being. Um, whereas Mass Effect, I'm like, what, what is this game? Show us this game properly, please. Please, yes. <laughs> just give us some information that says that we can trust you. Because Mass Effect yeah, 3 I mean, isn't if, really if, you know, something that I liked, so we'll see how it goes. Well, it's, it's more... I'm more worried about it being Mass Effect Inquisition, um, right. like just open open world zones with heaps of heaps of like repetitive collecting know, herbs. fetch quests. Yeah, because Dragon Age Inquisition was good, but it was too big, too too much stuff, pointless stuff to do that just wore you out. And I'm just yeah. worried there's going to be that in space. Too much filler. Mm. Brennan, but yeah, definitely Zelda. What do you think? Are you looking at the um? at uh, the most anticipated for next year is there something like not in there that's piqued your interest like what are you looking forward to oh, I haven't looked beyond the, the end of this year for games to be honest there's I, too there, many there isn't yeah. I think yeah there's too many I think the only one that really comes to mind is yeah Gran Turismo only because I you know I pretty much grew up playing the whole Gran Turismo franchise um, yeah that's the only one I'm just hanging out for for next year but anything else yeah I haven't given it I yeah, I'm not really aware of much, anything else from there. It's just I'm, I've just been so focused on you know just VR, VR 2016. Yeah, something that's, that's, that's come, pretty come much out that's of pretty nowhere. much me. Yeah, yeah, that, that's pretty much just me at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the similar, I guess, pool as Darcy, where um, I really want Mass Effect Andromeda to be really good. It's probably the one I'm most hyped for. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen stuff for For Honor there and I, I've kind of been dulled a little bit because of it like I've played it and I'm like yeah this isn't really what I was looking forward to but it looks really cool on the screen so um, that's, it does look nice it does look nice but playing it is kind of very janky which I, I'm not a fan of yeah um, and it might get ironed out I was I, I'm not a I wasn't a huge fan of it either I'm not sure I just don't think it's for me to be honest maybe that's it um, Horizon Zero Dawn I really want to play it it's going to be one of those things where it's, it's make or break it based on the filler um, Actually, I will mention that is one that I have, you know, kept my eye on for next year. Yeah, completely mm. skip my mind. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn, keen to check it out, and you know how it's going to be one of the first few games that it's you know properly designed for the PS4 Pro with you know the 4K and the HDR and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, it will be pretty. Yeah, be, I really I'm, like the art style as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Just to elaborate on what I was saying before, the my concerns are that it's going to be ubisoft style open world yeah. um 
because they showed off that video of climbing one of those really cool long neck things. Oh, and yes. it turned out it was a radio tower. Like it's you, you get to the top and activate something and it shows you stuff on the map. Oh, the which, Far Cry version of this. <laughs> yeah, I was Yay. just like, oh, what? Like that's that's exactly what I didn't want this game to be. Yeah, yeah. It's the, <laughs> but uh, that, that kind everything of else going for it. Like, yeah, everything else, like the Robo Dinosaurs, the, the graphics look amazing. So still still hopeful, just a bit concerned. Yeah, exactly. And, like, again, just show me more. That's all I want is just mm. show me more so that I can play it. Um, weirdly enough, I'm, I'm so far, the one I'm looking for to most is South Park Fractured Butthole. I think that's going to be <laughs> hilarious, and I think I'm just going to have a lot of fun with it. So yeah. in, in terms of just kind of story content and... and that series I, I think i'm that's my most hyped game so far for next year not counting i guess mass effect mm. that's that's really soon as well i think it's like january isn't it yeah january february it's been delayed once so i mean you mm. do have to do what you got to do but i trust that the you know trey parker and matt stone will i know what they're doing and they'll just do whatever they can to uh make it the best game they can absolutely yeah uh well that's all the time that we have for on the progress bar podcast for this week Visit our website at progressbar.com.au um, and check out what we've written recently. Uh, if listeners want to talk to you, Brendan, where can they reach you? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at sushi underscore brobo. And for Darcy, where are you roaming the interwebs? Yeah, on Twitter as well, at dmax3901. So that's dmax3901. And you can tweet me at koshiau. Thanks for listening. We'll have a chat to you next time. Bye. 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 I think a lot of people did have issues now that I say that Barry's going to come and kill me <laughs> because I've said anything <laughs> bad about Dark Souls but <laughs> we'll, uh, I'll keep it quiet oh that's awesome because um, Dark Souls is the best game ever made for everybody and if you don't like it you should get good um, <laughs> but I mean it's true but it, it is yeah oh. of course yeah that, that's why you know maybe maybe that's it maybe the, the jury members just couldn't get good so they didn't nominate it mm. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs>